For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions, and in the present age to live lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly. While we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. This is the word of life. For the grace of God has appeared. That's the declaration with which this paragraph begins. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all. What great good news of what God is doing in our world. This is a testimony from some of our earliest Christian brothers and sisters That God is working in the world and bringing grace and salvation to each and every child on the planet. And yet, just a few verses later, we run into this phrase, while we wait, in verse 13. While we wait. Those early Christians are expecting God to do more. And yet, they're waiting They're anticipating. They're expecting it. But it's not come in its full glory yet. Did you hear that in verse 13? While we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. They are expecting God to do more in their lives and in the world. And even though it didn't happen just the way all of them expected it to, the Christian community has hung on to this hope, this belief that God is at work in our world and in our lives for good and God is working in a special way in our world through Jesus of Nazareth, this baby whose birth we celebrate this evening. All due through this baby that's being born. What is it that makes this season of Christmas so exciting and so important? Oh, as a child, I remember it was the gifts. The gifts were piling up under the tree, and some of them were for me. We were going to get to open them, and it was so exciting. And if you get just the gift you're hoping for, oh, it's fantastic. And yet as adults, we know it's not always that great. Sometimes we don't get what we're hoping for. Disappointment comes rather than celebration and exhilaration and excitement. Around this time of Christmas... Another gift that many of us enjoy is family time. We have opportunity to get together with our extended families, and it can be wonderful. And yet, depending on what relatives are coming, (laughs) may not be as joyful. All of us have some conflict 
in our families, do we not? Some we like better than others or get along with better than others, and yet they're all a part of our family, so it can be wonderful, or sometimes it can be harsh. And sometimes there's even harm done when we're together. A great breach sometimes happens that creates such a hurt in our hearts. So it can go either way. For some of us, of course, what we look forward to the most is it's a day off work or maybe more than one day off, maybe several days off work. It's a time of rest and relaxation, a time of leisure. And certainly we need that. The Bible talks about the importance of this rhythm between rest and work, work and rest. And how we live our lives is important to God. And God wants us to have a time of rest. The wisdom of our faith teaches us. We need to pay attention to that. And yet even if we get several days off, if we're working people, most of us will find within a few days we're back to the hectic pace or the grinding pace of the jobs that we're in. Or maybe we're not working and we're bored. Or maybe we're just feeling stuck in a rut and it's great to get away for Christmas, but then within a few days we find ourselves back in the same place. Is there something more than just the gifts or the family time or the time off work. There's something that we should be expecting, that these early Christians are expecting. There's something more in this celebration of Christmas that maybe we are missing. This letter to Titus says, oh yes, oh yes, there's so much more than just those things. A friend of mine sent me a poem if you will it was a rendition of first corinthians 13 but rewritten by a person in our day around this holiday of christmas and it speaks to this something more that we should be expecting it goes like this if i decorate my house perfectly with plaid bows strands of twinkling lights and shiny balls but do not show love to my family i'm just another decorator if I slave away in the kitchen baking dozens of Christmas cookies, preparing gourmet meals and arranging a beautifully adorned table at mealtime, but do not show love to my family, I'm just another cook. If I work at the soup kitchen, carol in the nursing home and give away all that I have to charity, but do not show love to my family, it profits me nothing. If I trim the spruce with shimmering angels and crocheted snowflakes, attend a myriad of holiday parties and sing in the choir's cantata, but do not focus on Christ, I have missed the point. Love stops the cooking to hug the child. Love sets aside the decorating to kiss the husband. Love is kind Though hurried and tired, love doesn't envy another's home with coordinated Christmas china and table linens. Love doesn't yell at the kids to get out of the way, but is thankful that they are there 
to be in the way. Love doesn't give only to those who are able to give in return, but rejoices in giving to those who can't. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. There's another mom that wrote about her experience of Christmas as well. She said it was November and she was thinking already about Christmas and how exhausted she typically felt by the time they got to December 25. So she made some commitments to herself to bake a little less, to write a few less cards, to attend a few less parties, to have more family time. But she said just two weeks into December, and she was already feeling worn out, nearly exhausted. She was thinking, I just don't know how to do this well. I'm not experiencing the depth and the meaning and the joy of the season. And then I still have all these commitments. And she said one of those was to go see my son, Nicholas. He was in kindergarten, and he was in the winter holiday show that his school was doing. He was going to be singing. But when I got the date, I was already scheduled to work that night. I wasn't going to be able to go and participate. But then I found out there was a dress rehearsal earlier in the day before my shift started. I thought I could go then. I can go and be a part of the program. So she said, I found my way to the school that morning and went into the cafeteria. All the tables and chairs had been cleared. A few other parents were filtering in. I found a place against the wall and sat down on the floor with the others who were waiting. Soon the children began to walk in single file. Oh, so excited, ready to go, being led by their teachers. Each of them had an assigned spot and they walked and lined up and then sat down, cross-legged, waiting for their turn in the show. Finally, the holiday show began. She said, you know, it had been a long time since the school in our town called it a Christmas program, so I was really just expecting songs about sleds and sleighs and snow, maybe Santa, probably reindeer, entertaining, but not what I was yearning for until my son's class stood up in their red sweaters and their furry mittens and their stocking caps and marched up to the stage and it was announced that their song was entitled Christmas Love. And they began to sing and as they sang, the children in the front had poster boards and they were flipping over letters. So when they sang C is for Christmas, the first child flipped over a C, then H is for happy and the next one flipped up their poster board. It was all going really well until they got to the little girl who had the M in Christmas. And she flipped her poster board up very proudly and showed us a W. And the children began to do what you were doing. They began to laugh, and the laughter rippled through all the elementary classes because they had seen the rehearsal. They knew she had it wrong. But she didn't know, so she stood tall and proud and held her letter up. The teachers tried to quiet them down, but they continued to snicker. But the kids on stage didn't really know why they were laughing, so they just kept singing. 
then the mother said at the very end of the song, they all saw it together. And a hush sort of fell over the crowd. Because instead of saying Christmas love, it said Christ was love. And she said, we all saw it. And we felt it. And we knew that that's what we had been missing. That's the something more that Titus is talking about. Not just a baby being born, but a baby being born with a purpose. Christ was love. The last verse of our passage this evening talks about that, saying that Christ came so that He could have a people for Himself, that He could gather the people together into the family of God. And they would experience this love of God through Him. And as they experienced that, if they came to hear the proclamation of that good news that Christ was love, then it ended with saying, then they become people who are zealous for good deeds. A people for Himself who are zealous for good deeds, for they have come to recognize the meaning of this season that God has sent us His love, that Christ was love. And in fact, each and every one of us are loved by the greatest love in the universe that we were created and are part of the family of God. And we are claimed as His child, as part of His people, as part of Christ's family. And when that happens, when we see it like that mom did in the program, it grabs us, it touches us. Hopefully it even changes us from the inside out. And we're able to proclaim with Titus that Christ was love. And we become Christ's followers and Christ's lovers. And we become those people, that family, who are zealous for good deeds reminded me of that old camp song pass it on that said once you've experienced it you want to pass it on pass it on pass it on what if we're the family that passes on this glorious love and this marvelous light of christ let us be those people amen Thanks be to God.